Hello, welcome to the Confident Live Marketing Show. And in today's episode, we're talking about the power of mastermind groups. Do you want to level up your business as well as your impact, authority, and profits? Well, mastermind groups might well be the way you can do that. That's what we're going to be talking about in today's show. Welcome to the Confident Live Marketing Podcast with Ian Anderson Gray. Helping you level up your impact, authority, and profits through the power of confident live video. Optimize your mindset and communication and increase your confidence in front of the camera. Get confident with the tech and gear. And get confident with the content, content and, and marketing. marketing. Together, we can go live! Well, hello, Ian Ansegray here for episode 100 and 52 of the Confident Live Marketing Show. I'm very excited today to be talking to you about mastermind groups. Mastermind groups have changed my life. They've changed so many people's lives in the business world. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. This is episode 152, which is kind of like weird. I can't believe we got to that already, but here we are. Today's episode is actually going to be fairly short uh, for a couple of reasons. First of all, I've planned everything that I want to say about mastermind groups, and I think it's pretty succinct, and I think we don't need to spend any more time on that. But also, it's time to spend some time with my son. We're going to go to the cinema this evening, so I've got to get planned for that. But let's get on with the show. So let's, first of all, answer the question, what actually is a mastermind group? There uh, used to be a, well, I don't know whether there still is. In the, in the UK, there's a, a BBC question show called Mastermind. It's not a question, uh, a question show or anything like that. It's a peer-to-peer mentoring group, and it's used to help members solve their problems with input and advice and support from other group members. Now, I didn't know this. It's been around for a while. The concept apparently was coined back in 1925, so like it, it's almost a hundred years old, by uh, a guy called Napoleon Hill. I think that's a great name for it. For somebody who's come up with this, Napoleon Hill. And he wrote a book called The Law of Success, uh, in which he talked about this. And I think he he learned a lot from his conversations with uh, some very important people, which I'll come on to in a minute. But he wrote more information in a, a later book called Think and Grow Rich in 1937. So it's been, the concept has been around for a long time. And you could argue probably for hundreds of years. I mean, Napoleon Hill came up with the, the concept, the name of it, um, but it's probably been around for longer than that. He, and apparently, according to the book, I was reading this, he he learned this concept by studying other successful people, um, particularly Americans, including Henry Ford, Thomas Edison, Alexandra Graham Bell, Theodore Roosevelt, and, and more. You're listening to the Confident Live Marketing Podcast. Looks like it's time for something completely nutty. Mastermind. I want to join a mastermind. Join me. Mastermind. I want to join a Now, there are two types of, 
well, there, there were actually lots of different types of mastermind groups, but um, I, I wasn't aware of this first type of mastermind group. The, the first one is focused on just one person, an individual success. So for example, you could be wanting to launch a business or lo- launch something new and you know that you need help. And so that you, what you do is you form a mastermind group of other people who want to support you. It could be other business owners, uh, other entrepreneurs, and they come together with you with the the sole purpose of helping you get the, the success that you need in whatever that you're trying to achieve. So that's the first type of mastermind. And I hadn't really come across that. I, I did listen to uh, Cliff Ravenscraft's uh, podcast relatively recently, and he was talking about how he started into the the business world, left his uh, very good job in the world of insurance and was going to set up a podcast consultancy. And he wasn't, he knew that he needed help. So he formed, well, I suppose it's this first type of uh, mastermind, which is getting other people who are going to Uh, come around you and are focused on your success. The second type of mastermind is is really what I've come to know what a mastermind is. And this is focused on the success of everyone in the group. So there could be six of you, eight of you, 10 of you. You are focused on the success of everyone in the group. So you're getting something out of it, but you're also giving back to everyone in the group as well. So yeah, that's, that's, the two different types of mastermind groups as well. Now, we could categorize masterminds into two other types, and that are free masterminds and paid masterminds. You could join or form a mastermind group that's completely free, or you could uh, form one or join one that is paid. Now, I've been in both types. I've been in free masterminds, and I've been in paid ones when I paid out some money to, to join and they both have their pros and cons, and I'll come on to that in a minute. Optimally, in terms of numbers, this is, I think everyone's going to have different views on this. I came across uh, an article that was saying optimal groups will be between eight to 10 participants. I think generally speaking, that is on the larger side. I, I have been in groups that have been like 12 plus, and they've worked really well. Um, particularly in-person ones, which I'll talk about in a, in a minute. But what's important here is that you meet regularly. The regularity is important and it does have this rotating leadership. So there's no, usually there's no one in charge, although there are different types of masterminds. I'm going to come on to one in a bit where there is one person who is continually facilitating and leading those. Generally speaking, I would say like six to eight people can is is a good number, but sometimes eight to 10 can work for certain masterminds. And so there's pros and cons with all of this. Now, they can be either in person, which has been very difficult, obviously, with the pandemic. Uh, we're recording this going live in 2022. So we're hopefully coming out of uh, that slowly, but they can be in person, online or hybrid. So I've been in groups that have been on Zoom every week, totally online, and we've never actually met in person. I've also been in ones that are purely in person until the pandemic struck and we, we then did meet online. And I've also been in ones that have been hybrids as well. So there, there are some that might meet online once every week or once every month, but maybe four times a year they meet in person. 
Uh, and if it's a worldwide group, that can be quite fun because you could like meet in a different country. Um, it could be, well, let's go to America this week. Let's go to the UK. Let's go to the Bahamas. I don't know. <laughs> it could be something like that. Uh, so there are loads of different ones there. And it, again, it really depends on what you're looking for and what you're wanting to do. So why have a mastermind? Do, do any of these things so far appeal? I haven't really gone on to the, the main advantages with having a mastermind, but being an entrepreneur can be lonely. I'm an introvert, but I, I still get lonely. I need people. I need I, people to bounce ideas off um, because like, it's just me. I mean, I've got my wife, Helen. We, we brainstormed. We had a meeting this morning, which is great. But, you know, I need other people out there. And you go onto social media. It's not really the kind of, it's not a safe place to really to share the struggles, the, the downs, as well as the ups. You know, you go onto Facebook and it feels like everyone is having loads of success. And you're looking at it and think, well, yeah, but things have gone really badly with me today. My course has, has not sold enough of copies. You know, I want to sell more. So there's, you know, there's not really a safe place to share the struggles except in a mastermind group. That is that safe place. You can tap into other people's knowledge and creativity. You know, we might be very creative people or we may not, but we certainly don't have all the answers. And I love this, I love this, um, this saying, it's a very famous saying, if you are the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. And I thoroughly believe that if you are not surrounding yourself with smart people, with creative people, with people with different skills, you need to do something about that. And a mastermind group can be part of that. You can grow your network as well with uh, connecting with people who know other people that you might not know and that who might be able to help you as well. So really strong arguments for joining a mastermind group. Um, so, and Katie says, yes, the accountability, I'm going to come on to this in a little bit, Katie. Yeah. Uh, the accountability and chatting to other like-minded successful people sounds really helpful. And yes, uh, accountability is not necessarily the central part of mastermind groups. Although in most of the ones that I've been part of, it kind of is one of the most important parts of a mastermind group. And being with other like-minded successful people is really helpful because if you are an entrepreneur, a lot of your friends and even family members are not necessarily going to understand what goes into your business and what you're thinking about. And so you need other people who understand you. Really important. Okay, let's look at some advantages and disadvantages with going for a paid mastermind or a free mastermind. Now, the advantage with a paid one is that because you have paid more money, there's this kind of funny thing that goes on in that you're going to be more committed. If you don't pay, you know, you've got kind of like nothing to, you know, nothing to lose. Um, whereas if you paid and you don't bother to do anything, then you've lost all that money. So I think there's that commitment. And also, you're more likely going to be with other people in the mastermind who are equally committed. So that's, I think that's important. And the price, the, you know, the more money you pay into this, the more likely you are to get people who are more serious. If you pay like $5 a month for your mastermind, 
you may get some very committed people in there, some great people in there, but you might get some time wasters. Whereas if you were to spend, I don't know, $1,000 a month or something, or more than that, you're more likely to get people who are really committed. It's an unfortunate thing in a way, but it's, it is kind of true. Now, the price for these things can, you know, obviously you can get free ones. You can pay $100 uh, a year. You can pay anything up to, I have seen ones that have been like $100,000 per year, uh, which is a lot of money. Uh, a friend of mine was, who was actually in one of my free masterminds, joined a paid mastermind. Now, I can't remember exactly how much they spent on this. It was probably... I may have this wrong, but maybe let's call it $30,000. So it was it was a lot of money to spend on this. And they went to the first meetup and they had one conversation with one of the members and it changed everything for them. They changed something in their business and they were able to increase their turnover hugely. So they kind of got back in the sense that $30,000 investment after one session at the masterminds. So they can be, they can make a massive, massive difference, even though obviously spending that amount of money can be painful. Now, by the way, you don't have to spend that kind of money. You can join a free one. Free ones are great. I've been part of free ones and they are awesome. If you can find the right people, there might be people in your community who want to join together and help each other. And free ones are absolutely fine. And some of those downsides that I mentioned with free don't have to happen if you are with really like-minded people. And that's the important thing. Uh, so free is obviously good for, for cash-poor entrepreneurs or if you're just starting off, if you're not so sure. Um, but do be aware that it can attract stragglers and the wrong people. And also you might, in terms of like your commitment, you might be more committed if you were to put some more money down. Um, pros and cons there. And I'd love to know what you think about those things. So in terms of uh, what's important when you join or form a mastermind, make sure that the people in the group are at similar kind of levels or, you know, they're going to stretch you. Ideally for you, if you're being purely selfish, you want people who are higher than you in terms of their their level. They're, they're making more money than you. They're, they're connected with uh, people who've been doing this for a longer time than you, but they may not want to be with you because... <laughs> You know what I'm trying to say. So ideally, you know, be at similar levels. I think being strict with organization and timing is really important. In the past, this was not my strength. I'm I'm too nice. That's my problem. Uh, but um, as I've as I've been leading masterminds, I've seen that organization and timing is absolutely vital, and I'm really strict with that now. There's time to be nice. I think it's really important to be nice, but uh, starting on time and making sure that people only have a certain amount of time to talk is really important because we're all busy. And to get the best out of it, I think we do need to be quite strict there. And making sure that everyone in the group should talk and feel comfortable in talking because sometimes it's the extroverts and those with the loudest voices that get to uh, express their opinions. So it's creating that safe space where everyone feels comfortable to talk and is creating that really safe space. Now, the roles within the group, this can vary depending on the type of group that you want to form or join. But I think there needs to be, every single week, there needs to be somebody who is the secretary. So this is somebody who's writing down what people are saying. What, what is, what's the accountability point for this week for somebody? And you're writing that down or typing that, the secretary. The next person is the timekeeper. This could be the same person as the secretary, but this is somebody who's 
looking at the clock or he's got a stopwatch and he's making sure that people only have three minutes and when the three minutes is up, they say, right, time's up, on to the next person. So we've got the, the, the timekeeper. The next person is the moderator. And the moderator could be the timekeeper. But this is somebody who is kind of in charge of moderating or facilitating the meeting. Then you've got the person in the hot seat. And I'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, now, this can be multiple people. Uh, and then finally, you've got everyone else in the group. So those are the, the, the roles within the group. Rules. What should the rules be in the, in the group? Uh, so I think listening is really important. It's very tempting, isn't it, to butt into a conversation or want to shoot somebody down for giving some bad advice. Don't do that. It's important to listen really carefully to each other. And that, that's kind of hard for some people, but it's a listening is a skill that we, we need to learn. So listening, accountability, I think is key. So holding each other accountable, making sure that you are checking in with people throughout the, the week, making sure that they are going to achieve what they're going to achieve. I think being encouraging is important. So yes, there's the kind of the harsh side of a mastermind, making sure that people are being held to account, they're being accountable. But I think also encouraging because let's face it, it's we all need encouragement, don't we? We all need encouragement. Next thing is vital, and that has been totally truthful and honest. These are safe places. The next the next point is confidentiality, and confidentiality is important. And nothing that you say within the group will be allowed to be shared outside of the group. You should be able to be truthful and honest. And we don't want any kind of like sugar coating or anything like that. We just want the truth so that we in the group can help you. Um, it's not is the the opposite of sugar coating is a problem as well. You could just be so melodramatic and catastrophizing everything. So we don't want that either. But being tr- totally truthful and honest and being confidential uh, and keeping it a safe place where people feel comfortable to share these things. You also want to be to you want the success of each member in the group, unless it's that first type of mastermind where it's one person, it's one person, but usually it's each person in the group. You want them to succeed. And it's not just what you're getting out of it, it's what you are giving back to the mastermind group. And finally, commitment is key. Now, I think it's absolutely fine to be honest and say, look, I'm going to be taking some time off this summer. I'm going to be going away for two, three weeks. I am going to let, you know, it's time I, I need with my family. That's totally fine. But other than that, I think commitment is key. If there are anything else in the calendar, you need to make sure that you are um, committed to this mastermind group as well. Katie asks a really good question, and I will come on to it in a bit, but this is a question that a lot of people ask is, how do you find a good mastermind? I will come on to that in a bit because it can be a struggle. So uh, things that you could do within the mastermind group, you can get feedback on a new thing that you're working on. Maybe it's a, a a new course or a lead magnet or something like that, and you want to get some feedback on that. In a way, because you trust your, um, your group members to tell you the truth and to be encouraging, this is going to be really helpful. You can ask questions. You can get support and encouragement. You could get them to beta test something new that you are building and, of course, get accountability. Now, when you first 
join a mastermind or you form a mastermind, it's important to set the tone. There are as many different kinds of masterminds as you like. But I think setting the tone at the start and making sure that everyone agrees is really important. You know, is accountability an important part of your mastermind group? How strict should it be or how casual do you want it? What is the actual point of this? And that brings me on to what Katie was asking. How do you find a good mastermind group? Now, I've not got the perfect answer because there's not like one place that you go to to find uh, a mastermind. Because as I said before, there are so many different types of masterminds out there. Uh, There are free ones, there are paid ones. So probably the, the, the best way or the easiest way to begin with is to find other people in your community and reach out to them, say, would you like to join a mastermind group? Uh, It needs to be people, I think, who you trust. They don't have to be in the same niche or sector as you, but they need to be at, as I say, a similar level. So reach out to other people and form your own mastermind. Two of my previous masterminds started that way. Or you could search around Um, online for mastermind. There are Slack mastermind groups. There are accelerators out there that you can join that will help you. And I've got my own uh, mastermind coming up uh, in March. So I'll tell you a little bit more about this in a bit, but this is called the Confident Live Accelerator. If you go to iag.me forward slash CLA, that's short for Confident Live Accelerator. That's iag.me forward slash CLA. I, you will, if you register your interest there, I will let you know more about it once the details have been finalized. But that's going to be a limited uh, time. It's probably going to be six to eight weeks. Uh, and then people, if they want to carry on, they can. Um, but we're going to just be focusing on one thing throughout those six to eight weeks. So uh, check that out. Okay, so uh, let's think about the actual mastermind meeting itself. Now, it can be online on Zoom, for example. It could be like one hour. It could be two hours. I would probably not online do it much more than two hours. I think that's probably the max. In person, you could uh, you can make it longer. I've done whole mastermind days. They've worked really well, particularly if you have more people that you want to meet with as well. And of course, with the online thing, you could meet in person and make a whole day of it or two days every now and again. But in a, in a typical mastermind meeting, this has been my experience. And of course, you can mix this up and do whatever you like. The, f- the first thing that you need to do is you all need to turn up on time. And for me, somebody who has ADHD, I, I have to turn up early. So if I say to myself, well, I'm going to turn up uh, three minutes early, that probably means I'm going to turn up on time. I, I have to overcompensate. I- I'm the kind of guy who will turn up uh, at the airport like three and a half hours before the flight. Uh, and then I'm waiting around because I just know that if I don't do that, I'll probably be late. And that's the worst thing ever. So that turn up on time. Next thing is, uh, I suppose it's kind of like a roll call. Just make sure that everyone's there uh, and just, you know, you can have a quick chat, but making sure that's maybe no more than two minutes. And then it's everyone going around and sharing what they've managed to achieve over the last week. So I would say give everyone three minutes or maybe two minutes to three minutes each set a time on that and you go around and everyone shares what they've achieved last week, how they're feeling and uh, keep it to three minutes. 
Now, they, the next part, this is the main section. You've got two choices here, or well, there's lots of different choices, but uh, you could do the traditional mastermind segment where, it, where um, somebody is in the hot seat that week. Uh, or you could make it two people who are in the hot seat. But the first person shares first. They share a struggle, something that they're struggling with for five minutes. It, it could be longer, but I, I would say five minutes is good. Then each of the remaining members will give feedback to that person. Before they do that, I think asking clarifying questions. So could you tell me what you meant by that? How much are you thinking of selling that for it could be? Or how long is it going to be before you do this? Those kind of questions are great. Uh, but then it's it's a case of going around and, and the members giving feedback. And, and again, putting a time limit on it, three minutes each, that kind of thing would be really good. And then, of course, you've got this secretary who will be writing this stuff down, which is great. And also you can record these things. So that's option number one. Another thing which I've not really done, well, I've kind of, we've kind of incorporated it before, but this is the challenge and wins section. So each person goes over the biggest challenge and wins over the past week. So this means that everyone's involved um, and everyone shares some feedback on that one. And I like that. I think that's great. Of course, with all of these mastermind groups, I do recommend that you have some kind of online group. So you've got the, the weekly meeting, but you might have a group on, say, Slack. Slack is great for this, or it could be a Facebook group or I don't know, WhatsApp group would not be my preference, but it could be something like that. And so you're making sure that uh, you throughout the week, it, you've got any questions or wanting some uh, accountability throughout the week, you've got that as well. So uh, those are the, that's the main section. And then uh, you've got the accountability section. So each member then will share one task that they want to be held accountable for, for the next week. So it could be I've got this lead magnet that I've been procrastinating about and I really need to finish it by next Tuesday. So that means you are committed to doing that. And then next time you meet up, you will say that you've done it. Now, some people take it even further and they will say, if I don't do it, then I will have to donate $1,000 to charity or something like that. So there's like, sometimes there's a, a negative uh, something, you know, something that will people will have to do if they don't achieve it. Personally, that doesn't work with me. I'm not really kind of, I'm more of the carrot kind of person as opposed to the stick, but you've got that option as well, depending on what you're wanting to do. And then, um, and then of course, with that accountability, I think other members can ask clarifying questions just to make sure, are you sure? Because I think one thing you should be focusing on for next week should be this. And you've just mentioned five things. That's too many things. Um, and then final, final quick chit chat at the end. I would suggest that you don't really have any kind of major chit chat in your mastermind groups. What I would suggest that you do is occasionally have some socials. So it could be like every month you just meet up and you have a bit of a, like a chat, you could call it like a virtual, you could have a virtual bar or, or meet for a social thing. What we do in the, the the actual physical meetups is we have a whole day. So we have masterminds in the morning, masterminds in the afternoon, and we have lunch where we can have a, a chit chat and, and have some fun. Uh, but yeah, that's how that all works. It's definitely uh, very, very exciting. And thank you, Katie. Yes, the Confident Live Accelerator is something I'm very excited about because um, I had... 
uh, a course which went really, really well called Launch Your Live. I've renamed it. I talked about this last year. I was thinking of renaming it anyway, um, but uh, for other reasons, because uh, there is actually a podcast called um, Launch Your Live, I've changed the name of that. And that's going to be coming back fairly soon. I've tweaked it slightly, uh, and that's going to be more a case of you going through all the steps on how you can launch your live show and podcast and learn everything about uh, repurposing and all that kind of stuff. That's how you can do, uh, that's what that course is going to be all about. But my Confident Live Accelerator is going to be a six to eight week group mastermind. Now, it's kind of a hybrid because it's going to be partly a course. I will have some, there'll be some teaching as well. I have some videos that you will go through. Um, but the the point of this really is that what I found with the, the Launch Your Live course was that people got overwhelmed really easily. There was, they, they realized there was so much that they needed to do. Even before they started planning for their podcast and their live show, there were things like, you know, branding that I had to think about and uh, what what is this podcast going to be about? And, uh, oh, yeah, there's the tech. How does that all work? And with Launch Your Live, it was a two-week um, course. In fact, the, the, it was really a one-week course, and the second week was a practical thing where people could go live in, in the group. And so what I've done with this is I've extended it, stretched it out to six to eight weeks. We're going to have a mastermind call every single week, and it's going to be really up to 10 people. It's a max of 10 people. So it's it, it, it going to be a lot more... Uh, kind of one-to-one, not so much one-to-one, but kind of uh, small and more intimate groups. And so this is something that I love doing. And it's going to, at the end of it, you'll be able to launch your live show and podcast. But even if you have one, it's, it's, it's getting to the bottom of what you're actually doing, being able to repurpose, thinking about the process and the planning of your whole thing. And so that you can actually grow your business uh, through your live show and podcast. So that is the Confident Live Accelerator. Check that out at iag.me forward slash CLA. That's iag.me forward slash CLA. Well, that's everything about mastermind groups. And I would love to know more about what you think about this, whether you're thinking of joining one, whether it's forming your own, whether it's joining mine that's coming up or finding another one out there. I'd love to know from you what you think about this. What excites you the most about uh, a mastermind group? I'd love to know. But I think that is it from me for this week. It's uh, time for me to get organised and go to the cinema with my son and have some fun with him. But until next time, I encourage you to level up your impact, authority and profits through the power of Confident Live Video. See you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Confident Live Marketing Podcast with Ian Anderson Gray. Make sure you subscribe at iag.me forward slash podcast so you can continue to level up your impact, authority and profits through the power of live video. And until next time, toodaloo.
hast du mein Dach.